Where did the idea for Reach start, Sarah? It was a few years ago. Basically, um, there's an event in women's golf and the women's golf calendar, the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. And they run a KPMG Women's Leadership Summit alongside it um, in the States. So it's a major championship elite golf event and they run this leadership summit at the same time. And that was, to be honest, <laughs> the risk of sort of nicking someone else's idea. That was kind of how it started. So I saw this and thought, how cool to have, you know, a world-class sporting event alongside this business event effectively and some of the, you know, top leaders in, in US business and, and sporting leaders all together in one place. So I wanted to create something in the UK. So we did something alongside the Women's um, British Open Golf Championship, effectively. Um, so it was a few years ago now. We had our first event at the uh, in the RNA Clubhouse at St Andrews. So it was only small, 20, 20 senior women in the chief exec's office. I don't think he's ever seen 20 women, <laughs> women in his office. It's been quite male-dominated historically. And that was how it all started. So I think... The kind of idea for me is working in TV, working in sport, working in golf, very kind of male-dominated environment. Um, and I wanted, I'm sort of big on female leadership, female empowerment, and I kind of wanted to bring this this group, this network, and kind of champion women in a really sort of forward-thinking, passionate way. And that was that was effectively how it started. And then, But we always wanted to make sure that we could give back to the next generation. And this was kind of how the Next Gen series was born. Um, you know, hosting these events for, for girls, young girls, 11 to 15, using the power of our senior network, if you like, to in, to inspire the, the youngsters. What's the problem you're trying to fix? I mean, there are many, but what's what what's the need as you would see it? I think for the young girls, it's it's just, I think it's a really tough age. I think being a young girl in today's world, in today's society is hard. And I think there are lots of, as we talk about and hear on the news, mental health, uh, social media societal pressures which which are which are difficult especially I think for young girls I, I think you know we talked a lot about imposter syndrome at the weekend you know FOMO the, the 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 benefits of social media but also that comparison culture it's hard and I it's trying to create a space where we we sort of we do motivate and inspire that generation to kind of if we can give a, back some of our help and expertise that we learned we have learned through our lives and business careers and what we've done over the last 20 years or so. And I think that's really valuable. Um, and yeah, our network is, is diverse. It's different sectors, different industries. And I think there's, there is a, a kind of a need and a want more so in today's world to give back, to think, you know, I've done this. I've had a great career. I've had a great life. I've had help and support that it's really nice to give back and to think if I can, if one girl comes to that summit and takes something powerful away from it, which impacts their life, and it's that age where you, you're you like a sponge, aren't you? You're absorbing everything in. It's very easy for someone or something or some comment to negatively or positively impact you. So we want to try and make that positive impact and make a change for the better. Um, to the girls at the summit, they must talk about how tough it is because it's a tough age and there is so much pressure to conform or to be a perfect or as fake perfect ideal on social media. There's the proliferation of channels and the number of images that young girls are, are being exposed to every day of supposed perfection. How do you start to chip away at that unrealistic expectation in an eight-hour summit such as what we had at the weekend? How do you do it? 
Yeah, it's it's not you know it's not easy. It's you're right. I think social media has so many positives, but so many negatives as well. I think the the big thing that came out of the weekend that we try and kind of that we kind of push as well as sort of all the advice because it's not just it's I want to kind of stress this, it's not just a career summit. It it's kind of a it's kind of a life learning day if you like. We're not just saying what do you want to be when you grow up? How can we help you you know achieve your career goals? It's kind of an all round grounding in in kind of so hopefully some life experiences so i think one of the one of the big things and it and it happened we did an event in london as well the same sort of scenario is kind of just be own your individuality be yourself and forget be passionate about who you are and true to yourself and what you want to do and what you want to achieve live your life as you so don't try and follow the crowd don't try and look at social media and say this is what this is what I should be doing. This is what I should look like. Just be unapologetically you. And I think that's probably the most powerful thing to come out of it and give them the confidence to be able to have the voice to say, this is me. I'm proud of who I am. And I'm going to keep being me. Give us an idea of some of the women that came to speak to them on Saturday and the, and the importance of role models in the flesh meeting girls at that age. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a big advocate. Obviously worked in sport all my life and... And I know, I mean, I had a really instrumental, I played tennis when I was younger. So I went to college in the States when I was 18 and I had um, an English tennis coach who I still, I don't think I'd be the person I am today um, without Claire. You know, what what she did in terms of giving me, yeah, giving me that confidence to kind of, to to be me and to follow my dreams. And, to, and she changed my attitude. I think I was quite negative at that point. And she said, you know, life I had a really bad injury. Life is tough. Things are going to happen to you, but it's how you kind of respond to it. So I've also, and I was 18. So that's, that was pivotal to me. I was lucky enough. I went to, um, you know, Millfield school as well for my sixth form again, massively changed me. So I was 16 when I went there and it's those lessons and, and those experiences at that age have made me who I am. And I think, so that age group is, is really impressionable. I think we had, um, yeah, um, some amazing speakers. We had Shelley Alexander, who was uh, women's lead, women's sport lead at the BBC for a number of years, um, being quite instrumental in in Alex Scott giving her kind of her opportunity in the media, saw potential, and look at Alex Scott now and what she's doing. A girl who had dreams to be in the media and be on TV, and now she's superstar and everywhere. Um, Sam Adams, who's a a life coach, um, she lives in Brighton. She works with a lot of athletes. Uh, sports stars so again kind of that mindset philosophy psychological kind of training and tools uh you know she was amazing um bex richardson again in the sporting world she runs a sports pr company very kind of instrumental in a lot of sort of the running organizations and and i guess the sporting background sporting consultancy so she's had a great career able to impart some of her advice suki thompson who runs um, an organization called Let's Reset, all about well-being. So championing sort of well-being and mental health. Um, Katie Leeson, the MD of Social Chain, one of the biggest social media agencies in the world. She was amazing, again, talking about, yeah, the power of social media, but also what are some of the pitfalls? What do we have to, you know, what do we have to watch out for? So that was, you know, that was pretty special. And then we had a nutritionist as well, Lamorna, who lifestyle um, coach, life coach and nutritionist, talking about, Practical advice, really, just how can kids get the best out of themselves me mentally because of physically and what they're putting in their body. So it was kind of very kind of diverse cross section of, of people, but hopefully um, completely 
completely passionate about what they do and hopefully imparted some some really good advice and knowledge to the kids. What do you see as the positive aspects of these generation? You know, they have they have to deal with tough circumstances. But there'll be things you're seeing in these girls you think, crikey, that's great. What's what 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 are the positive things you see? Absolutely. So there's two things. First of all, London and Manchester, I can't believe the how articulate, how smart they are and how, yeah, the confidence to ask, put the hand up and ask questions. And that's some of the thing, that's one of the things that we try to push as well. You know, be brave. There's a a room full of, you know, 60, 70 young girls. Some of them are shy. Um, And, but we want them to be, that's their opportunity. It's a safe space for them to have a voice. So they're sitting in this big circle There's you know, a leader comes up in the middle to speak we want them to sort of raise their hand and, and ask those questions. But honestly, I mean, I just look back and think when I was 12, 13, 14, I would not have had that level of awareness. I think, and I don't know, that confidence, that intellectually, I just think it's, I'd have been sh- pretty shy and retiring and probably just, you know, kept myself to myself in that circle. So I think, and also I think that self-awareness at that age, I think is frightening. I think, again, probably because of, you know, the internet and social media, they're just so much more aware of what is going on in the world. I mean, we we sort of go around the room and we say, you know, what what do you want to be? And, you know, we have people putting their hand up and saying, I want to be an activist or I want to be a diplomat or I want to be a physicist or what. It's incredible, you know, the 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 awareness of of what's out there i think and the scope of opportunity i also think it's a good question i also think that this came up in in one of the conversations that yes it's a really challenging time but also look at the movement we're having right now with diversity and inclusion look at look at the trend for be acceptance i think being who you are and being you know if you're if you're different then that's seen as a good thing. You know, what's normal nowadays? Whereas I think, you know, probably when we were growing up, it was, you know, you had to conform, didn't you? And I think nowadays that the world is, and obviously very lucky here in the UK, that diversity and inclusion is such such hot topics that we can be different, but be proud of that and try and own our individuality a bit more. And I think, so I think the diversity and inclusion, it's a massive asset for these young girls yeah so do you think that these girls are although there's it's a very complex world more complex than when you and I were growing up for sure but do you think in some in a funny way the opportunities are greater and that's the message you 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 want to give to them look you know it's a great time to be a girl right now if you just take what's there in front of you for sure definitely and I think that that came across in in the summit yes there are challenges we accept that there are a lot of pressures. There's a lot more information just coming at us day to day. There's a lot to deal with. Um, and it is tough. But yeah, on the flip side, there are amazing opportunities. And we can offer a safe space and help by using our network to kind of help these young girls to achieve some of their dreams personally and professionally. And there's a big, as I said, there's a big want and need, I think, for the older generation in the women's sort of leadership space to try and, and give back and help. You know, we had um, Alvina Malik who spoke on the day. She runs an organisation called One Million Mentors. You know, a lot of organisations corporately running mentorship programmes, and I think that's massive. You need you need to you need to pick someone's brains who you know someone who's been there, done it. Whether that's just to talk about confidence issues or 
you know, uh, bravery or whatever, as opposed to specific career advice, have someone there who can help you as a sounding board as you as you move on in life. And the one piece of advice you would give to an 11, 12, 13 year old girl that perhaps you wish you'd known at that age, what would you say? Yeah, I think just what I said, what I mentioned earlier, and just that be you. Just, I mean, God, if I wish I'd have, I wish someone had hammered that home to me when I was eleven or twelve. Just don't, don't worry about other people's opinions. Absolutely, I mean, I still, I still think I'm learning that now. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. What is true to you? What in your heart and your soul? What? Who are you and what do you want? Follow your values, follow your morals, and and be you, and and make you know make no apologies for being completely you and and following your very individual path that's all for today if you like the podcast please subscribe in your podcast app and if you have time give us a review if you have a suggestion or question get in touch on twitter at talk talk group you can follow us there or also on linkedin thanks a lot for listening